Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1059, air date May 13th, 2022. Good afternoon, everyone. It's Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I hope everyone's having a good Friday. Um, so today we're going to be talking about um, strawberries and heart health. And um, we're going to talk about what they don't want you to learn, which is really the more of the establishment scientific and media community. And when I do this presentation, as you know, I do the analysis using Cytosolve, which is a molecular systems biology analysis platform. Um, so we're going to share the results of strawberries and heart health from a molecular basis, but also from a very practical way. But more importantly, uh, today's discussion, we've uh, updated our presentation to actually present the knowledge from a systems approach. Um, some of you may know that in a systems approach, we try to intersect and connect things. So if you look at the scientific method, which leads to truth, you look at the fact that in order to get to truth and do science, you have to have freedom which is the ability to communicate, discuss, have discourse. And from freedom, you can get to truth. And with truth, you can have greater freedom because you can advance your knowledge. And when you have truth and freedom, then you can get to health. And with health, you can be healthy to fight for freedom and get to truth. So we're going to take a truth, freedom, and health, a systems approach to actually dis have this discussion. We're going to do that as a part uh, of our future presentations because I want you um, not to only learn about strawberries and heart health, just like um, we talked about learning about the real interconnection when it comes to free speech between government and Twitter, but we want to educate everyone to take a systems approach because when we take a systems approach, it's hard to get fooled. And when you take a systems approach, it teaches you the interconnections among things and that's where the truth emerges. So that's going to be the theme of all the presentations we do. And so let me jump right into it. Um, by the way, um, I'll come back to this um, to this agenda, but we're going to share the truth. We're going to talk about freedom, issues involved in, that stops from sharing the truth on even a topic like this, and then the health capabilities, and I'll come back to this. For those of you who want to know more um, about uh, what we do at VA Shiva, you can go to vashiva.com, um, and you'll come to the website, which will give you sort of the background of all the breadth of things we're involved in. But as I was saying is... Uh, when we take a systems approach, you, you're not just, you know, into just um, your support for freedom and uh, exchange of information, uh, et, cetera, et cetera. You're not just a scientist or a nerd who's into truth and innovation. And you're not just someone who's just into organic foods and health. You recognize that truth, freedom and health are intimately connected. And this is something we teach over and over again in our systems course, which we've made accessible to uh, everyone on the planet. But there's an interconnection between freedom, truth, and health. And that's how we'll present, as I just talked about. Um, as a part of as people are joining, um, coming in, I always start uh, by sharing with you why this systems approach is important and my own journey to systems. So just take a few moments to watch this. And we'll be right back. Welcome to VA Shiva. VA Shiva is a product of my journey across East and West science and tradition, ancient and modern, that brings you the science of systems so you can become a force for truth, freedom, health. VA Shiva is a platform of revolutionary education, community building, and weaponry for unleashing local activism. My journey to VA Shiva begins in the chaos of Bombay, where I experienced diverse religions, languages, castes, and in a small village that had no running water, no electricity, where my grandmother, a poor village farmer, practiced Siddha, an ancient system of Indian medicine over 10,000 years old. She observed one's face, the art of Samudrika Lakshanam, to understand a body's unique constitution, allowing her to deliver the right medicine for the right person at the right time. Watching my grandmother heal others, I was inspired to study medicine, but I was also aware of the corrupt caste system of India, which denigrated a human being, where my family were considered low caste untouchables, where one's birth determined one's destiny. The grit and determination of my mother and father led them to get educated and to come to America, 
a one in a trillion event. Their actions inspired me to work hard and excel. While in ninth grade, I attended New York University in a computer science program, and subsequently, at the age of 14, was given a full-time job as a research fellow at what is now known as Rutgers Medical School in the heart of Newark, New Jersey. There, I investigated the system of sleep using mathematics, computer science, and biology for sudden infant death syndrome. It was there in Newark where I invented email when I was the first to convert every feature of the physical, paper-based inner office mail system, including inbox, outbox, memo, carbon copy, blind carbon copy, attachments, into its electronic equivalent, a system which I named email, a term that I was the first to coin. On August 30, 1982, I was awarded the first U.S. copyright for the invention of this system, recognizing me as the inventor of email. At that time, copyright was the only way to protect software inventions. I went on to MIT where I earned four degrees across multiple systems of engineering, electrical, mechanical, design, biological. That training led me to invent many other systems for advancing humankind. Echomail, the world's first intelligent email management system. Cytosol, a computational biology system for eliminating animal testing to discover new medicines faster, cheaper, and safer and to the creation of a whole systems methodology for certifying clean food. These innovations led me back on a Fulbright to India where I discovered the missing link between Eastern medicine and Western systems theory honoring my grandmother to develop your body your system a powerful tool that will help you understand how your body is a system and how the inputs of food, supplements and exercise bring your body back to its natural system state and systems health an integrative educational discipline that is now integrated into the VA Shiva platform that will enable you to learn the science of systems, the science of everything, be it your body as a system or our society and politics as a system, to reveal the foundational interrelationships between truth, freedom, health. Now is the time for you to be the light, learn the science of systems, build community and weaponize yourself to unleash the activism necessary to deliver truth, freedom, health in your local community. Welcome to VA Shiva. All right, everyone. So that's a quick background video. And those of you who are interested, I highly recommend um, you go to vashiva.com slash join. Take the Foundations of Systems course. Before I end, I'll show you. It's not just a course. It's a whole platform of education, community, and ways that you can interact and really learn. But it really teaches you how to think. And you really can't get this knowledge anywhere else. It took me years to put it together. Um, moreover, if you're an adult, you get a $2,500 scholarship. And those of you who take the course and successfully pass it, it's pretty straightforward, and you can do it on your own pace, you can actually be a philanthropist, which means you can then give the course to children. Anyone under the age of 18 or younger, it's absolutely free. You can be the sponsor who sponsors them um, through VA Shiva. So please take advantage of it because we're in a world right now where we need to educate people to go beyond left and right and to really see things as they are. So that's why um, all of this exists. On top of it, the book um, System and Revolution is now absolutely free. You can uh, get the uh, get the it's, it's really sort of a great textbook to read. It's pretty straightforward to read, but you'll learn a lot and it's free. All you have to do is just cover shipping and handling. So please take advantage of that. Now, on our agenda today, uh, as I said, we want to take a systems approach to actually presenting the information. So first, we're going to recognize that it's important to understand the science and the truth in this case of the cardiovascular system. So you're going to learn that. Then we're going to look at the strawberry its biological functions and health benefits, what's actually um, been uh, researched quite well, and we've put it together using Cytosol. And then we're gonna have a discussion about, in spite of what you what the real science is, um, what you find is that the medical establishment um, essentially promotes singular big pharma solutions for cardiovascular health. And moreover, they also, a tie up doctors and they constrain their actual dis discussion of alternative approaches, including nutrition. I'll share that with you. So that's really the attack on freedom. Um, this is why the truth doesn't come out because if you're a medical doctor and you uh, say things that uh, are counter to 
the establishment, you're probably going to get your license revoked. You're probably going to get admonished for that. So uh, people are actually gagged. And then finally, we're going to talk about when you really look at the science and if you really have access to freedom to discuss it, we can really start looking at the actual uh, mechanisms in the health, which is what fortunately we're able to do with Cytosolve and share that knowledge with you through our open science platform, which we're doing today. You can understand how something like strawberry interacts across multiple compounds, the mechanisms of action, what the clinical evidence is. And also we can talk about where it should be sourced, what's the right way. So we're taking again a systems approach to the presentation of data, which is coming from a systems approach. So it's sort of a double whammy. So let's talk about the cardiovascular system. What is it? So you're gonna get a quick education um, and obviously you can review this video and you can share it with your friends. What is the cardiovascular system? And if you look at it, it's a system. So it's not just any one thing. The system is composed of an interconnection of multiple components. Your cardiovascular system includes your heart, right? It includes the blood vessels. And then obviously includes the blood, which flows through the blood vessels and gets pumped by the heart. So this is basically an interconnection of multiple parts. We're not looking at any one part. So the heart, first of all, is a very powerful muscle and it's responsible for pumping blood. You can see it in the diagram over here, it's, it's the center. And if you place your left hand on the left side, most people have their heart over there. And you can see that the heart receives um, a blood coming from the lungs, oxygenated blood, and it comes into the left atrium, which is the upper left chamber in your heart. And that gets pumped down through the left ventricle, right over here, throughout all the vasculature, which means the blood vessels, right? So the blood is pumped through there. And we'll talk about this vasculature. And those blood vessels carry, you know, oxygenated blood. And then as the oxygen is utilized by your body, you have the deoxygenated blood, which comes back up here into your right atrium. And then that then gets pumped into your right ventricle, which then goes into the lungs where the deoxygenated blood, obviously as you breathe in, it gets oxygenated and the cycle continues. So that's really the cardiovascular system. And now remember the blood is composed of blood cells, right? Um, and plasma. So it's composed of red blood cells and plasma. And the red blood cells are the things that carry oxygen and the white blood cells are the things that pr uh, provide immune support. So if you want um, immunity, you have to have good circulation. Very important, people forget the system's approach. If you want good Im immunity, you have to have good circulation. So your blood, uh, the white blood cells can get to the places you need them to go to. But anyway, this is the cardiovascular system, heart, blood vessels, and blood. So let's take a closer look of this system. The vasculature, right, cardiovascular system, consists in, if you go back to this diagram, the arteries are the ones that are bringing oxygenated blood and the veins are the ones that are taking deoxygenated blood represented in red are the arteries. So you get arteries that are bringing, bringing oxygenated blood as they, and then you have arterioles, which are smaller and that are bringing oxy, oxygen to your body. And then these are capillaries, which are very, very much more smaller vessels that go into the minutia of your organelles and your cells and all that. And then you have the removal of the deoxygenated blood through the venules, and then they go up through your vein back out. So the vasculature consists of these blood vessels, arteries, large blood vessels that carry oxygenated blood away from the heart, veins, large blood vessels that carry deoxygenated blood to the heart, okay? Um, and then capillaries, the smaller blood vessels that deliver nutrients and oxygens to the tissues and cell. Now, the capillaries, which are the very fine vessels, are something we wanna really focus on if you wanna to get to the truth of understanding how to have a proper cardiovascular system. The capillaries are everywhere, right? It's sort of uh, ubiquitous throughout your system. So, and the capillaries, uh, we're gonna get into some detail understanding them. And one of the things you're gonna to learn today, something called, you may wanna write this down, called endothelial function, endothelial function. So from a system standpoint, the endothelial function is critical to your overall cardiovascular health. All right, so um, how does this work? Well, first of all, let's go back and look at the arteries, right? Now the arteries are stuff coming, or is the thing that carries blood from the heart. And you can notice that the arteries consist of three layers. They consist of a very 
um, thick layer right here. You can see uh, it's called the tunica adventitia, okay? Or it's the outer, I'm sorry, that's the outer layer, which, which provides the structural support and the shape. So that's this outer layer here, okay? Then you have the tunica media, like middle media, or the middle layer, and that's composed of elastic uh, and musculature tissue, which regulates the internal diameter of the vessel, okay? So that's very thick here, you notice how pretty thick it is for arteries. And the tunica intima, or the inner layer, so that's this inner layer here, and this is what consists of the endothelial lining, okay? So these, this inner lining is composed of endothelial cells, and, and that you want it to be frictionless, right? Because that's where you get good flow of blood. If this starts calcifying, that's where you start having problems. So you have the outer layer, the middle layer, which is very muscular, and then the inner layer, which is the intima, okay, which is composed of endothelial cells. So the arteries, remember, carrying blood from the heart, oxygenated blood denoted in red. It goes through your entire body. And then finally, it goes to the fine vessels called the capillaries, okay? Now, the capillaries, to be clear, are just composed of tunica intima. They don't cons consist of all these layers. Capillaries only consist of the tunica intima. And those are just made of endothelial cells. And we're gonna take a closer look at this. On the other side, as deoxygenated blood comes, those are carried through the vein, through um, the, the, the venous uh, valve, as you can see here. And you can see in this case, the for veins, um, you notice that you have the, um, uh, you, you in, in the vein case, you, you also have the outer layer and the inner layer, but, but they, you have thin walls, relatively thick tunica adventia, okay? So the outer layer is much thicker on veins than they are on the uh, arteries. So that's a big difference there, okay? Now, what we do is we've, in order to understand this, we, we take a, to do all of our research, we use cytosol. And I'm gonna walk you through what cytosol is. So you have the cardiovascular system, you have something called the strawberry. Well, how do these two things interact? So we take a systems approach in understanding this, and there's a very powerful technology that I built for my PhD work many years ago, and that's called Cytosol. And Cytosol was really motivated because we recognize the way pharmaceutical companies built medicines was they can't handle understanding herbs. They can't handle understanding how food works. Why is that? Because food is not just one single chemical compound. Food is composed of many, many compounds, but pharmaceutical companies only work on a single compound, okay? A single molecule, and more than likely, this molecule is a synthetic molecule. So when they wanna do discovery, they take a synthetic compound, they put it in a test tube that's called in vitro, and so perhaps in a test tube, they'll throw cancer cells in or heart cells and say, hey, what happens when this compound is thrown in there? And if it does do something positive, and this may take years to do this work, then they go do animal testing. That's called in vivo. And this may take another three years. So this process could be up to three to five years, killing a lot of animals. If it makes it through this process and they find the compound has efficacy, then they go to the FDA and they say, hey, we want to test this on humans. And they have three levels of testing. Phase one, small number of humans. Phase two, mid-level number of humans. And tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of humans, it's called phase three. This takes around 13 years, $5 billion. The drug that comes out here could also have side effects. And if it does, people can sue the pharma companies. They can't do this with, by the way, vaccines, okay? This is why big pharma has moved into vaccines because this process makes it very difficult for them to get out drugs and be profitable and not be liable. So as you can see, pharma companies spends a lot of money in R&D and they're finding less and less new drugs uh, that are being approved. Now, when you look at a strawberry, a strawberry is a multi-combination drug, right? It doesn't just have one compound, and I use that in double quotes. You know, it's a multi-combination drug, meaning it's got many compounds. And in the case of a strawberry, it's fleshy, it's an edible and large receptacle flower. It's not a fruit, technically. Strawberry is actually a flower, and it belongs to the Rosacea rose family, and it's an important fruit that's in the Mediterranean, and it has medicinal properties attributed to vitamins and phytochemicals. And if you look at the research that's been done on strawberries, 
There's over 6,000 articles written, 147 clinical trials, which means people have tested strawberries on humans. And, and, it's, been and it's been studied for over 130 years, about 138 years. So quite a bit of work has been done on this. Now, what we're capable of doing, pharmaceutical companies would never really research a strawberry because they'd have to handle all the many compounds. With Cytosol, our technology, and I'll give you a little more insight into it, we're able to look at all those papers written, extract out the key molecular reactions, how strawberry interacts with the cardiovascular system, organize it, model it, and present it to you. So we have a very different way of organizing that you, that you can't really find anywhere else in the world. And so Cytosol is really this really very powerful platform for discovery. And I'll share with you more about Cytosol shortly in the interest of time when we talk about one of the products that we've discovered using Cytosol. But anyway, when you look at Cytosol, we use this technology to really understand the role of nitric oxide in endothelial function. So what do I mean by that? So if you remember, when we want to look at the truth about the heart, we want to understand it from a systems approach. So I just shared with you the whole cardiovascular system. Well, the cardiovascular system, remember, the surface of every vein and every artery and every capillary is made up of endothelial cells. So if you went into your bathroom and you looked at tiles, think about the tiles, into each individual tile being a cell, and those cells in the cardiovascular system are called endothelial cells. And those cells line arteries, they line veins, and they line capillaries, okay? So if you wanna have great cardiovascular function, these endothelial cells are essentially ubiquitous. So endothelial function, the research that we did uh, when I was at MIT between Brigham and Women's Hospital and Harvard and King's College in London, is we showed that the endothelial function and the relationship to nitric oxide when blood flow occurs. And I'm gonna share that work that was done by Cytosol. So you'll get a deep scientific understanding of this so you can start really being someone who can educate others. So first of all, what is nitric oxide? Well, nitric oxide is a chemical. It looks like this. It's a potent vasodilator, okay? Nitric oxide was the basis of creating this drug called Viagra, which creates vasodilation. And nitric oxide is extremely important to maintaining blood pressure. It's anti-arthrogenic, which means anti-arthrosclerosis, right? Um, and it, it's generated, so nitric oxide molecule, it's created when another variable or another molecule called um, endothelial nitric oxide synthase, ENOS, catalyzes, which means converts arginine into nitric oxide. So you have arginine, so you need to have arginine, which you can get from foods, and uh, you have to have sufficient arginine in your body that ENOS converts nitric uh, arginine into nitric um, oxide, okay? So if you have a diet that does not have enough arginine in it, you're gonna have problems, okay? Particularly L-arginine. So you have L-arginine, That's it's a free form amino acid, ENOS, converts L-arginine or catalyzes a conversion into nitric oxide. Now, one of the important things is when you exercise, this is why exercise is so important, that exercise results in the flow of blood. So blood starts flowing. So here's your artery, blood starts flowing through it, and the blood flow through the artery touches the surface of the uh, capillaries in the arter arteries, right? That results in the release of nitric oxide. So our work at MIT really studied this. So uh, it's really important to understand now from a system standpoint, your endothelial cells and the interaction of arginine, nitric oxide and ENOS. So we're gonna go through that. So I'm looking at one capillary here, right here, let me zoom in a little more so you can see this better. And what you notice here is these arrows represent blood flow. Shear stress, what does shear mean? Shear stress is a term for mechanical engineering, which means, so if this is a wall, I could have blood flow going perpendicular to it, right? So that's not shear stress. But if you have flow going tangential to the object, that's called shear stress, okay? This is normal stress. So here's something, and let's say I put force on it, that's normal stress. This is shear stress, okay? 
So when you exercise or you run, blood flows, which is a shear stress. And this shear stress of blood flow in the presence of arginine, enos activation, this is another chemical, endothelial nitric oxide synthase, converts this arginine, okay, to nitric oxide as well as L-citrulline. For today's discussion, we're focused on nitric oxide. And nitric oxide is very, very important for vasodilation, which is important for maintenance of blood pressure. So let me repeat that. You exercise in the uh, arginine from the shear stress in the presence of enos is converted to nitric oxide. So you need exercise, you need arginine, you need enos. There you go. So it's a systems problem here. So blood flow over the endothelial cells causes NO production. Endothelial nitric oxide synthase, enos, converts the L-arginine to nitric oxide and citrulline. And nitric oxide production leads to vasodilation and the maintenance of blood pressure. So again, we're looking at a systems problem here. It's not any one thing. You gotta have proper diet, L-arginine. You gotta have uh, enos you know, in, your, in your blood. And then you get uh, nitric oxide conversion um, and you gotta exercise, okay? You gotta have blood flow. So if you're not exercising, and you don't have proper diet, it's gonna be hard for you to maintain your blood pressure, okay? And you're seeing this at a molecular systems level. If this hasn't been explained to you, you're seeing this um, at a very detailed level. All right, so you're gonna be experts at this. Now, I'm even gonna go even closer. Let's literally zoom in. Remember what I said, that if you look at the surface of the capillary artery, there are those tiles. Um, and those tiles, think of them like your bathroom tiles, the surface, in this case, those tiles are endothelial cells, okay? Endothelial cells. The surface of your lungs are epithelial cells, okay? So different organs have different cells. So your cardiovascular system, the key is the endothelial cells. And what I'm zooming in here now is we're looking in closely at the surface of just one of those endothelial cells. So here's the endothelial cell, okay? And here's blood flow coming, it's those arrows. And what do you see on the surface of the endothelial cell? It's pretty cool. Over here, I wanna put your attention right here, if you see my cursor here, swirling it, there is a Christmas tree-like structure that juts out of the cell called the glycocalyx, okay? So here's the surface of the cell and there's this structure called the glycocalyx. It was only about 10 years ago that this structure was confirmed. There was a lot of controversy among scientists whether it even existed. So the glycocalyx, which literally is like a Christmas tree, is here. So when blood flow comes, right? So when blood flows, guess what happens? This starts shaking. It's a physical structure. And if you take our course, Foundations of Systems, you learn an interesting phenomenon called conversion or transduction, where one type of energy can be converted to another type of form. So motion of the glycocalyx results in a chemical reaction taking place. That's called mechanotransduction. Mechanical activity is transduced or transformed to chemical action, okay? And that's what we're seeing here. This flow of the shear stress right here, the glycocalyx starts moving and through a series of chemical reactions which took Scientists across the world, different pieces of these chemical reactions are discovered by different scientists and cytosol put it all together. That's the power of cytosol. We don't just look at pieces like the blind men looking at different parts of the elephant. We put it all together. So when the glycocalyx moves, different chemical reactions occur. And from these chemical reactions, voila, you get nitric oxide release. So what are those chemical reactions? So again, as blood flow over the endothelial cells moves the glycocalyx structure, the mechanical force on the glycocalyx initiates conversion of L-arginine to nitric oxide by the enzyme enos. So you gotta have the glycocalyx working properly. You gotta have flow. So imagine there's a lot of crud on the endothelial, right? You get calcification, it's gonna be difficult, okay? So you gotta have clean arteries. Well, in order to have clean arteries, you need to have proper diet, proper food, right? Proper exercise, okay? But this glycocalyx, it's a very, very cool structure, okay? You need to have the glycocalyx activity to result in all of these very powerful activities taking place, okay? So what cytosol was able to do is we were able to 
uh, look at all the literature I shared with you, find out all these little molecular pathways, all these ball and stick diagrams, and then convert them into mathematical models and using the powerful technology of Cytosolve, put them together to get for the first time in science, a mechanistic mathematical model of all those chemical reactions on the computer. So we don't have to kill animals. And then using that model, we were able to simulate the actual uh, release of ENOS, okay? The ENOS, which is a synthase. So here is Cytosol's prediction without killing animals by computing all those molecular reactions and predicting over time how much ENOS would get released, okay? Well, is this true? A lot of people didn't believe Cytosol could do this. So they wanted the actual laboratory experiments because this is on the computer. And so Andrew Koo, one of our colleagues at MIT at the time, who's working with Brigham and Harvard, did those experiments. And you can see those orange dots and look how beautifully they fall on that line. So our line is a Cytosol simulation and this is the actual wet lab simulation. And same with when we looked at the ENOS protein. This is our prediction and that's Cytosol's, okay? I mean, uh, this is Cytosol's prediction, that's a wet lab. So this was a very important discovery because two things. First of all, we were able to mathematically model nitric oxide release from shear stress, and we were able to validate that our computational computer simulation matched the wet lab results. And this was published in a very, very prestigious journal called Cell's Biophysical Journal. I was one of the senior authors along with others um, great team of people we work with at MIT, Harvard, et cetera, okay? But, so what you're seeing here that I just shared with you here is the scientific system's truth, okay? And by the way, for those of you who want to be part of this, all of this is brought to you by the Cytosol Open Science Institute. We do this research for the public. And those of you who are interested in this, you can go to um, vashiva.com and you can scroll down. You'll find the Open Science Institute on the page. And if you go there, you can actually contribute if you want to. You can contribute for different research programs. Here's a cardiovascular program. And by the way, when you contribute, I don't want to just get something for nothing, nor our institute. But when you contribute, we actually give you about 15 different gifts and access to the Foundations of Systems course, which I'll uh, do a little video on. But you get access, to, as, as this, as this um, diagram here shows, you get access to books and knowledge and community and courses so you can become a system scientist yourself, okay? So I want you to take advantage of that and you can go to vashiva.com, join directly to do that. If you don't want to, you can either contribute and get the course. So if you contribute a hundred or more, you get the course, or you can just go join. And as I mentioned earlier, I want all of you to take a systems approach. So please also think about that you have the opportunity if you want just to get the book itself because we've made the book accessible for people for free, just cover shipping and handling, okay? So I'll keep that going down there. All right, so when we, so we've looked at the cardiovascular system, right? So that's over here. And now you eat a strawberry. What are the effects of that strawberry on that cardiovascular system? So we have to understand what is a strawberry? What is a strawberry composed of? Well, what's the science and the truth of the strawberry? Well, the strawberry, first of all, it has, a lot of dietary fiber. So if you have 100 grams of strawberry, right, um, that's about two grams of it is fiber. A half, but 0.6 grams per cup of strawberries proteins and fat is 0.3 grams, okay? So it's got more protein than fat about double, but most of it is dietary fiber. And this, these are called the macronutrients, fiber, protein, and fats. Those are called the macronutrients. The micronutrients are the vitamins, the minerals, the phenolic compounds, the anthocyanins, and the alkaloids, okay? So what are those? And uh, I'm sorry, so a strawberry has those, plus it also has B1, B2, B3, B5, B6, B9, vitamin K, C, and E. Strawberry's got a lot of different vitamins also. Now, if you take 100 grams of strawberry, 456 grams is in one pound, so it's about a quarter of a pound, right? So it's got potassium, lots of potassium, phosphorus, calcium, and magnesium, okay? So that's the minerals that a strawberry has. Now, it also has some very important phenolic compounds. The phenolic compounds are very important because these are the compounds 
that can have very powerful medicinal effects, okay, in addition to those other things. So it's got P-cumeric acid, pelargonidin-3-glucoside, facetin, catechin, quercetin, which you may have heard of, and cinchonine, okay? But these are the six, I mean, there are others, but these are the major phenolic compounds that have been uh, focused on in strawberries. And this is what they look like. I always like putting up these chemical structures because these are the active compounds. Now, drug companies just try to go find a single compound. And, the, and they're typically not natural compounds or synthetic compounds, but these six compounds are natural compounds in a strawberry. So remember what I shared with you, Rachel, earlier. How does a drug company ever able to study strawberry? Because they're not used to that. They're just used to studying a single compound. But if you were to eat a strawberry, you're getting all of these six compounds and others in combination. And that is what uniquely Cytosol can do. Because we can vary the combination, we can compute trillions of uh, equations, et cetera. And I'll give you an example. Uh, behind me is a very cool uh, bottle of something called MV25. For years, uh, we've been helping many, many other companies at Cytosol really develop products at work where we model, let's say, uh, brain health on the computer or cardiovascular health. And we look at how these compounds work on the computer where we can compute without killing animals. But um, that's what Cytosol allows us to do. Now, what are the biological effects of strawberry? Well, it's anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, anti-hyperlipidemic, which means it breaks up fat, and it's a anti-hypertensive. This is what we're gonna focus on today for cardiovascular health. Before I go there, um, we also need to understand there are the health benefits of strawberries. Um, cardiovascular disease, such as hypertension or arteriosclerosis, uh, supports diabetes or alleviation of diabetes, alleviation of obesity, alleviation of neurodegeneration and cancer. So it's quite a, a valuable fruit. And again, all of this is coming from uh, the literature and us organizing it, okay? All right. Now, before I go here, I want to talk about MV25 um, because for two reasons. For years, for 16 years, we've been building Cytosol, doing this kind of science, created the Open Science Institute so we can do this kind of research and share it with you. But more importantly, about two years ago, we said, hey, why don't we actually start using Cytosol to look at compounds in nature? And could we create a product without killing animals that could really support pain and inflammation or alleviate pain and inflammation? And that resulted in the creation of MV25. I'm gonna play a video for you, which will and just allow me to get some water here too, so you can understand how Cytosol can be used to actually for discovery. Millions of people suffer every day from painful discomfort and swelling, but most pain medications come with harsh side effects, and many alternative supplements have little scientific backing. That's why we at Cytosolve created MV25. MV25 was formulated using the Cytosolve Computational Systems Biology Platform, a technology for precision and personalized health invented by Dr. Shiva during his doctoral research at MIT. This formulation is the result of computing trillions of potential combinations of biomolecular interactions derived from thousands of peer-reviewed scientific papers published across four decades by 68 research institutions to discover an optimal synergy of compounds that downregulate biomarkers of discomfort and normal swelling. Hi, I'm Barbara Ann. My hands would cramp up so that I couldn't hold cards or knit or crochet. And they would go like that. Not have to use this when I played cards with my grandkids. And I'd start taking that MV25. After a bit, I was able to hold cards in my hand. Very, very little cramping, hardly at all anymore. MV25. Hi, my name is Sandy. I'm a Taekwondo instructor. I tore my ACL during Taekwondo. I had a lot of pain and limited mobility. I've been taking the MV25 for about six months now. After the first week, I noticed a big difference. After the second week, almost literally no pain. My name is Jeremy and I suffer from a lower back problem. Hurt my back 
at work years ago and I can go to the chiropractor, do all kinds of different things and nothing seems to help. And I decided to try MV25. I didn't notice a difference immediately, but within a few days the pain went away and it stayed away. I've continued to take it and even when I do things that I shouldn't do, it seems to go away a lot quicker than it ever did before. MV25 is certified clean, 100% non-GMO, made in America and GMP certified for good manufacturing practices. MV25 is Cytosolve optimized, which means that this formula has been engineered to maximize benefits while minimizing toxicity based on current research curated by Cytosolve. As the science advances, so will this formulation. This is our promise. Order online at mv25.life. Consult your doctor before taking any supplement or medication and use as directed. MV25. And by the way, you can go to vashiva.com, the shop site I just put up, and you can look it up right there. Um, and as, as we mentioned, it's, it's optimized by Cytosol. And also our commitment is as new science comes, we'll constantly be updating the formula. So um, you may want to go check it out. You go right to the shop and you can find it there. All right. So what I want to now, so we've talked about the science of the cardiovascular system. We've talked about the science of strawberry, what it contains. Um, but we wanted to recognize that in spite of what I've shared with you on the talk today, if you were to go to just sort of mainstream media or mainstream science, the problem is there's an attack on freedom. Because if you really want to educate people and you want to get down to the system of endothelial dysfunction or endothelial function and talk about the fact that the goal is to support the endothelial, right? Nitric oxide, et cetera. Um, and how, let's say, strawberries, we're going to get to how it may help it or uh, diet and nutrition, um, the reality is the existing establishment um, does not really support uh, this alternative discourse. So there's really, as I say, a really an attack on freedom. And this is what we're saying. We've established the truth. We can do science. But if you have an attack on freedom where pharma essentially promotes their singular pharma solutions, they own most of the media, and there's constraints on medical doctors that we're going to talk about. It's hard for this truth to come out. So that's why uh, I encourage all of you to share these videos because we're presenting the science so people can make their own decisions. But the reality is in the establishment world of mainstream science, there's really no holistic understanding center. And all of it's just really centered around cholesterol, cholesterol, cholesterol. All a doctor will tell you is lower your cholesterol, lower your bad cholesterol, that's it. That's all you'll get, this reductionist narrative. And the emphasis is always on treatment, not on prevention. And there's an over-reliance on drugs, statins, blood thinners, um, et cetera. By the way, when I was in India recently, as I mentioned, the pharmaceutical industry is moving into these indigenous countries like India. We found a number of people are just in their mid-30s that are all on blood pressure medication. And India has about 300 million middle-class imag, and they spend about, let's say, 1,000 rupees uh, in a year on blood pressure medications. Imagine having 300 million middle-class out of the 1.3 billion pe uh, people all on uh, blood pressure medication. You're looking at around three, um, 300 billion, right? 300 billion rupees, okay? And if you divide the 300 by 75, that's roughly about, you know, just there, it's about uh, 5 billion, right? $5 billion per year, just from that small group, okay? So there's a real, uh, if you follow the money here, is to really not discuss the cardiovascular system as I've shared with you today. But this is sort of the reductionist narrative. And there's no consistent guidelines on diet or exercise. In fact, there's no discussion on alternatives by and large. And if you go pick up the newspaper, the news, what you'll see is these kinds of ads, right? Here's the guy who, uh, you know, invented the artificial heart. They have him as a spokesman for Lipitor or, you know, Medica I mean, um, aspirin or Arbitrure or Eliquis or Entresto, right? I mean, aspirin, I, I suppose, is a little bit um, less in invasive in, in some sense, but this is what you'll get. Um, and you can see the explosive growth of these industries year over year over year in terms of 
uh, the number of sales, this is around $60 billion in, card, in, in drug sales, for example, that's what's projected in 2023. So the pharma companies have a real intention of promoting drug-based solutions versus teaching you about the cardiovascular system. And moreover, here's something very interesting. Uh, we, in our research, we found out that even it's, it's a big admission that cardi cardiologists that came out in cardiovascular business lack education and the willingness to discuss nutrition. Uh, a, a recent study found in 2017 that most cardiologists lack heart-healthy diet and up-to-date nutrition education. In fact, here's a PubMed article. There's a deficiency of nutrition education in cardiology. And cardiologists, frankly, just neglect to refer patients to diets, to dietitians. And the study, a recent study also found most cardiologists lack heart-healthy diet and nutrition education. So think about what I'm saying here. You've learned a lot today about, hey, John, can you just take this phone call? Uh, and I forgot what it's about, thanks. Sorry about that. Um, so what you find here is that fundamentally, there is not only is there promotion of uh, drugs as a mainstream establishment, but there's also the lack of dietary education that the doctors are getting, okay? So this is what we call the constraint on freedom because you choke information, all right? So I wanna, so this gives you a political angle. It gives you a systems approach. So when you have an attack on freedom, a lot of the knowledge I'm sharing with you here really never gets out of the mainstream public, all right? So that's why it's important that we support the work that we're doing here. So now if we go to the health, so now we understand the science, the real science, and we understand uh, the opposition to that science. Uh, and we can see now applying Cytosol, the effect of strawberry from a heart health standpoint on the cardiovascular system. So let's go into that. First of all, as we mentioned, strawberry is known to have a hypertense, anti-hypertensive effect, an anti-diabetic effect, an anti-arthrosclerotic effect. And these are those chemicals, those compounds that are involved, all naturally occurring compounds, all right? Now we're gonna go in to understand how these compounds affect your cardiovascular system at the molecular level. And again, you won't see this in a ad on Tucker Carlson, okay, or on CNN or on Fox, okay, but you can get it here. <laughs> um, so first of all, um, there are different molecular pathways. One of the important chemicals in strawberries is this thing called catechin. Okay, and what catechin does is remember I said that you want catechins from the strawberries activate this ENOS. Remember the uh, endothelial nitric oxide synthase and enzyme response for NO production in the endothelial cells. So they activate ENOS, okay? Which is very, very important, right? So that's one effect. And the NO activates enzyme soluble guanylocyclase, SGC. So this thing re results in nitric oxide. And guess what the nitric oxide does? Okay, because when you get ENOS, you get nitric oxide. And the ENOS, I mean the nitric oxide, uh, activates this enzyme, SGC, soluble guanylyl cyclase, SGC. And SGC is important to convert GTP to CGMP, two chemicals. Now, why is CGMP important? Because, um, um, uh, because that's in the smooth muscle cells surrounding those blood vessels I showed you leading to their relaxation. And vasorelaxation promotes antihypertensive effect on the blood cell. So just to summarize, catechin activates ENOS, big, very good thing. ENOS will result, as we sh showed earlier, to ni nitric oxide. Nitric oxide results in SGMP, which is really good to relax your blood vessels, leading to vasorelaxation. So catechin helps relax your smooth muscle. And catechin as you can see, is found in strawberries, all right? But not only that, there's another chemical, P-cumaric acid and quercetin. So two more chemicals here. So catechin helps the smooth muscle relaxation, but P-cumaric acid um, and the quercetin, these two molecules here, also have another very powerful effect. The endothelial dysfunction is, you don't want that, right? That means your endothelial cells are not working properly. And this is caused by oxidative stress. And this is induced by superoxide and hydrogen peroxide. 
in your bloodstream. Okay. So if you're under, uh, if you have oxidative stress, you're producing all of these negative species, you're going to have endothelial dysfunction. And look what happens. p acid from the strawberries and quercetin affects NRF2. Okay. And what NRF2 does, right? NRF2 leads to these two chemicals. Okay. And these two chemicals then, um, uh, 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 superoxide dismutase can be used to stop superoxide, okay, as well as catalase, which stops hydrogen peroxide. And by stopping these two things, which promote endothelial dysfunction, which lead to diabetes. So simply put, P-cumaric acid and quercetin create, uh, 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 they, uh, they uh, upregulate NRF2. And NRF2 is a valuable molecule because that promotes these two antioxidant enzymes, superdioxide uh, dismutase and catalase. And these two enzymes, these two very powerful enzymes block hydrogen peroxide, they block superoxide. And by blocking these, which are the key initiators of endothelial dysfunction, you stop um, anti-diabetic effect, right? Which a lot of people with cardiovascular disease have. So again, these two important chemicals from strawberries. And then finally, anti-arteriosclerotic effect. This is a hardening of the arteries, okay? Again, let's go back here. There's another very important um, chemical, right? That you find a camphorol and quercetin. Again, uh, quercetin from the strawberry, guess what it does? It goes and blocks the superoxide, which also has the effect of converting LDL to OX LDL. Remember, LDL is a low density lipoprotein. LDLs are the quote unquote bad cholesterol, bad cholesterol. Okay. That gets oxidized to OX LDL due to oxidative stress under endothelial dysfunction. So if you have endothelial dysfunction, your body is generating this superoxide, which takes your bad cholesterol and it oxidizes it to OX LDL. You don't want that. Okay. But what the quercetin does, it blocks this. And by blocking this, you stop plaque formation, which is arterial sclerosis, because OXLDL is involved in plaque formation. So camphorphoral and quercetin, which also come from strawberries, eat up the superoxide, and they stop the creation of OXLDL, which causes plaque formation. So lowering oxidative stress prevents formation of OXLDL and development of arterial sclerosis due to the arterial plaque formation, all right? So there you go. Now, so what we've just covered from a Western systems biology scientific perspective is how strawberries, the chemicals in strawberries can work synergistically. And this is what we've discovered with Cytosol, just like we discovered MV25, to literally affect multiple pathways to have a positive effect on cardiovascular health. Now. In our Foundations of Systems course, we not only take Eastern, I mean, Western science, system science, but we also integrate it with Eastern science and engineering system science, which all of you can learn. Um, so I can also take a very different approach. I can take an Eastern approach and an engineering systems approach to understand strawberries. By the way, there's a tool called Your Body, Your System that if you sign up for the Warrior course, you get it. It's included. Um, uh, you can also become a supporter of our, oops, sorry about this. Let me go back here. I want to go, where did I go here? Go back to StreamYard. Okay, you can also get access to understanding the body as a system having three forces, transport, conversion, storage. I'm not going to go into the details of this. You learned this in our course. But your body, when you take, you, you can use this tool, your body, your system, you answer a set of questions, it'll find out what kind of system you are. Now the red dot in this triangle can move to different location. It doesn't matter you're bad or good if it's in the center, but that's where your body is. You can answer a different set of questions and the black dot represents where you are today. Now ideally your black dot should be on the red dot, which means you're in balance with yourself. But if you're not, the tool will teach you how to bring the black dot to the red dot. By the way, this is your body, your system. And by the way, if you don't wanna be a warrior and you contribute um, a nominal amount. You actually get access to this tool or the book, everything. So please take advantage of that. You can be a supporter. But using this tool, separate from Cytosol, we've mapped out what strawberry does. 
So strawberry discrete decreases transport, the forces of motion, okay? It increases pitta, which are the forces of conversion, like digestion, and it increases kapha, which are structural aspects, okay? So you can take an Eastern approach to understand how strawberry affects these different forces in your body, okay? How much should you take? Well, freeze-dried strawberries, FDS, you can get it as a beverage for hypertension. This is research, so we're basing this on actual evidence. Um, 50 grams of the freeze-dried strawberry, um, that's been sh shown to have a very good positive effect for hypertension. You can also take freeze-dried strawberry beverage, and this was research that was done for cholesterol control. Again, 50 grams FDS per day, okay? So again, to give you some idea, about 50 grams, and this is freeze-dried strawberry, so it's a little more concentrated, have positive effects on hypertension and cholesterol control. All right. So the other important thing to understand is we want to talk about sourcing. Where should you get your strawberry from? Do you just go eat any strawberries? Remember, strawberries are like a, a sponge for whatever's in the environment. So if you are get if you're getting strawberries that are highly pesticide, uh, with a lot of pesticides, not a good thing because all of that pesticide is going to grow like a sponge into the strawberry. So I want to make this comment, otherwise it would be misleading to say, oh, just go eat strawberries all day, you know, if they're filled with pesticides. So organic strawberries are preferred. Um, organic farming pr uh, uh, pr processes produce healthier fruits. Obviously, you can grow strawberries yourself. Um, they actually taste better. They uh, smell better. You know, when I was in India recently, what's interesting is sort of um, you go to the villages and you can really smell the vegetables. You go to the the small stores, the foods actually smell in a good way. Um, when I go to the stores in the United States, nothing really smells anymore. Um, but organically grown strawberries are more nutritious, higher vitamin C, more phenolic compounds, more potassium, phosphorus, antioxidants. And this is from research that's been done. And the strawberries are better for soil and the environment. So um, as a part of that, I want to also let all of you be aware, you know, it is um, our movement um, and one of the organizations that we have that actually created the certified clean and certified raw seal. You'll find it on products. And this is goes way beyond organic. So if you see the organ uh, certified clean, it means that it was safely produced from farm to table. It was minimally processed and bioavailability of nutrients. Okay. So in summary, strawberry has several benefits to cardiovascular health. The catechin from strawberry upregulates and releases the vasodilator NO, which lowers hypertension. You also have strawberry promotes upregulation of antioxidant enzymes that mitigate diabetes via downregulation of endothelial dysfunction that causes oxidative stress, caused by oxidative stress. And strawberry compounds also prevent arterial sclerosis by downregulating oxidative stress that causes plaque formation and hardening, hardening of the arteries. Okay. So the journey that we just went on, we didn't just take a health approach. We didn't just take a freedom approach. We didn't take a truth approach. We gave you all three. We took a systems approach to discussing a molecular system. So I hope this is valuable. And this is what our movement is about for truth, freedom, and health. We really want to educate the world and all of you to take a systems approach to health, a systems approach to science, a systems approach to freedom. Because we can't be in a world where you just have people just talking about fighting for freedom, or people just doing truth, or people just taking care of their health. All these are integrated, and that's what I just shared here. So I can't overemphasize one of the best ways you can support the work that we do. People are asking, how can we help you, Dr. Shiva? Well, the best way you can help me is for you to get educated. So go to vashiva.com slash join and sign up for the Foundations of Systems course. Become a warrior scholar. You know, I used to teach this course all over the world. We used to charge thousands of dollars um, but it doesn't make it accessible to working people who don't have the opportunity to make that kind of money. So I'm giving a, a $2,500 scholarship to everyone. Take advantage of it. It includes an, a, an, a whole set of capabilities that I'll play a video on before I end. But please do that. And if you're an adult, 18 plus, when you take the course, you get an annual membership, all these tools which I'm going to share with you. But more importantly, you can also become, after you pass the course, an agent of change and you can become a philanthropist. You can then offer this course to as many children, 18 and younger, absolutely free. So think about what I'm saying. 
the science of systems, which teaches people how to think beyond left and right, beyond black and white. It's a very powerful curriculum. You can raise your consciousness for a nominal amount. You get a scholarship and then you can become a philanthropist. You don't have to be a billionaire. I'm essentially enabling you to become a catalyst for change where you can offer this course to as many people as you want, unlimited, okay? Because my commitment is I think that kids of the modern world are not are learning what to think, but not how to think. And systems education teaches them how to think. And then moreover, get the book, System and Revolution. It's absolutely free. You just pay for shipping and handling. You can also get that at vashiva.com. And I'll play that too. Uh, the uh, the uh, you can see the scroll here. So I hope you recognize that we're building an educational movement. It's based on innovation and truth. It's based on science. It's based on health, and it's based on freedom. And I'll wrap up with playing a video for all of you. And I hope uh, you all have a very good weekend. And uh, tomorrow, by the way, I'll be doing a video of an, another part of my trip to India where I went up to the mountainous region in, in deep South India, where it's called the hill country. And I'll share with you some wonderful pictures and stuff from there and how different that is in a little way. And then on Sunday, we're going to be doing a talk on blueberries and cardiovascular health as a part of this uh, series. And I hope you enjoy that. Okay. So let me just play a quick video on the foundations of systems course feature video. I want all of you guys to become warrior scholars and really advance yourself for truth, freedom, and health. Let me just play this video. Be well. Have a good weekend. Hello, this is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. Welcome to VA Shiva, the platform of education, technology, and activism, so you may raise your consciousness to win the truth, freedom, and health you need to create the future you deserve. The VA Shiva platform provides this truth, freedom, health warrior scholars the following three capabilities. Number one, an ultimate education that is based on the science of systems. Number two, technologies to empower you to take charge of your health, as well as social media tools, independent of big tech, so you can connect with other incredible truth, freedom, health warrior scholars equally dedicated like you to winning truth, freedom, and health. Three, instruments for activism so you become a beacon of light in your online and offline community to educate others, growth, and advancement. VA Shiva provides you the foundations of the science of systems, the ultimate education. The science of systems provides you the missing fundamental scientific knowledge to understand every system in and around you. The science of systems will enable you to uncover the real problem and real solution in any situation and on any issue. Concerning the educational component, first you will receive direct access to me to learn the science of systems in my three-hour live private online group class that I run every week. Second, you will have access to archive lectures so you can continue your education independent of me. Third, you can test your proficiency in learning the fundamental principles and get a formal certification for the foundations of systems. Independent of this classroom education, you will receive also four important books. The first book is the best-selling classic Systems and Revolution from which you can learn all of these concepts and more. The second book is The Science of Everything that will educate you on how the science of systems is the foundational knowledge of every system in the universe. The third book, Your Body, Your System, focuses on how to understand the interplay of these systems within your own body. And then the fourth book, Your System, Your Life, will help you apply these principles to other aspects of your life, such as running a business, understanding relationships, and more. Beyond the curriculum and books, the second capability is the technologies that you will be afforded. One of them is a powerful Your Body, Your System software, which is an online laboratory where you can use your body as a system to further deepen your understanding of the science of systems. The tool allows you to understand what kind of system you are. Is your system on course or is it off course? And how the inputs of food, supplements, herbs, activities such as sleep, yoga, meditation, exercise can affect your body to bring it back on course. Finally, to support your education, I've also included a seminal scientific paper that I wrote which will help you understand that the knowledge of systems it does not only originate in the modern world starting in the 1920s and 30s, but it actually dates back 10 to 20,000 years and intersects directly with the foundations of Eastern systems of medicine. In addition to this, you will also get two scientific papers sharing how the science of systems can also be used to apply to understanding how food is medicine. One paper exposes turmeric from the molecular systems level and how it affects your body. The other paper explores ginger and how that affects your body. That's just the educational piece. As you raise your consciousness through this education, you will likely want to connect with other truth, freedom, health warrior scholars in an environment where you can connect and build community. To support that, I've also created two powerful social media tools. One of 
of them is the VA Shiva Forum. Here you can start discussions, you can pose questions and meet others and have healthy debates. The other is VA Shiva Social, where you can create your own profile, your own presence, like other major social media tools. However, it is independent of big tech. You can use VA Shiva Social to interconnect with your fellow Truth, Freedom, Health warrior, scholars, and build community. Beyond the education capability and the social media capability, the platform also enables you to take action by disseminating your knowledge on the ground and into your local online and offline communities. Powerful educational cards and research are included so you can pass these cards to your friends and neighbors that provide them summarized content which further directs them to online research and education. In addition to this, the activism component also provides you many, many short one-minute educational video content, memes, and text, allowing you to quickly craft messages for your Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and other pages so you can deliver content to educate others and drive them to longer educational posts on VA Shiva. VA Shiva is fundamentally an enabling platform for you to get the truth, freedom, and health you deserve through education, technology, and activism. I hope you become a truth, freedom, and health warrior scholar today. Thank you. All right, everyone. I hope that was valuable. I look forward to seeing you shortly. We'll be doing more videos. Thank you. Be well. Have a good weekend.